before we begin, we did want to say that there is a trigger warning. We'll be talking about touchy subjects of mental health, such as eating disorders, suicide, depression, and sexual assault. Please proceed with your own caution. What up? I'm Andy. I'm Caitlin. Hey, I'm Emma. This is Health Demic, our podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today we have a guest, Aiden. How's your day been? Pretty good. Didn't We didn't do much at all today. We went to Subway and that was it. How has you guys' day been? I'm pretty good, Yeah. I'm really, really liking my sandwich. I got avocado. So. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you're really 50 cents extra. <laughs> it was, I thought that was kind of stupid. Like what? How like how the avocado's you, more expensive? Yeah, like 50 cents. Wait, like, really? I thought like, it was like a dollar, really actually. cares? Was it? I it think it's a dollar. Been, actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, it's probably two. <laughs> <laughs> They're from California, man. You got to yeah. charge extra. California <laughs> avocados? Yeah. I've heard of right. raisins, Or is it Mexico? Or is it Mexico? It might no. be. Avocados. Avocados from Mexico. I think that's yeah, yeah. yeah. quality avocado, avocado in our yeah. subway in our tiny town. For sure. How are you guys? Um, I'm doing pretty good. You know, today was a pretty good day, very short. When did you wake um, up? I woke up at noon. Oh, yeah. That's oh. what I thought. I called you multiple times. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like I a crazy ex. I answer them. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Sorry. Oh, I was my gosh. I doing other things. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, um, my day was pretty good. I hung out with a friend the whole entire day, so. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I was like 45 minutes late picking him up, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sorry. feel like I should bring something to light. I feel inferior to uh, two other people here, as I am in one of the shorter chairs. <laughs> it oh. was in the same height well, chair. We're on the yeah, same that's why field. I said two of the other people here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's because we're better than you. Emma is my inferior, so I do oh. not. <laughs> Damn. So what's everybody doing for Thanksgiving this year? I'm celebrating it on Friday, actually, not Thursday. Oh, why? My parents want to have people over, and I think those people have actual family. Oh, okay. So they're probably going to go celebrate on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we're just gonna celebrate on Friday because that's when we're gonna cook food. So yeah, that might as well. That'll be nice though. Mm-hmm. Emma, yeah. what are you doing? Um, you know what I'm doing. Oh I'm yeah. So yeah, me and Emma are having house. Thanksgiving together because yeah. it's the misfits. So yeah. nice. I and my sister. Yeah, and, and Gage friends. and like a few other people that yeah. just don't have anywhere to go. So. Nice. It'll be fun. What are you doing? We're having the traditional Thanksgiving, so that Loser. way we're kind of like the control group out of us four. And, uh, yeah, we're doing it on Thursday, like normal people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Also, what your Thanksgiving think? is vegan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're doing a sort of vegan Thanksgiving. There's going to be, a, like, a lot of, yeah. like, dishes that are, which is really nice. I'm glad my family is supportive. And yeah. yeah. I'm thankful. That's cute. For my <laughs> oh, family. Wow. Yeah. Thankful, yeah. Huh? Yeah. I yeah. that. Thankful. I, that was pretty. That was pretty. That was pretty sly. That was I pretty thought good. that was going to be pretty sly. Pretty slick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, should we start moving on to the topic? Yeah. Um, plural. So what do you struggle with mentally? Uh, that's, that's a very, I want to say like vague question, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. But I would say like most people my age, probably body image and like being weird. Yeah, so out of curiosity, where does, uh, you, you don't have to answer if you don't feel comfortable, but um, where do you think that your body image issues come from? So uh, my physical appearance sort of thing kind of comes from like middle school and elementary. I was definitely like a bigger kid, right? 
And so, uh, after some relationships, uh, I did the petty thing and I was like, okay, I'm going to make them jealous. And that's exactly what I did. So now I'm here and I don't think anybody's jealous, but <laughs> that's okay. That's hey, but you know, you did it in a way for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Now you're I definitely helped myself a little bit. So yeah. I'm proud of that. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Do you guys have any body image problems? I definitely feel like uh, we all struggle with, you know, body issues. You know, we're at that age where it's social media is a really big thing for us. And we see all these like idolized body types and everything. And none of us fit that. And I know that that's something that also doesn't help me mentally is because like I see all these Instagram models and I'm like, dang, I wish I looked like that. Yeah. And also like when I was younger, my mom would say things to my sister and I like she would just call us names or like say that. If this part of our body doesn't line up with this part, then we're, like, ugly. And yeah. so, like, definitely that has, like, carried on to, like, my older years. But I have gotten to the point now to where I'm comfortable with my body. And, like, I'm starting to grow out of that, which I'm very proud about. Yeah, I'm proud of you for doing that. I remember where you used to be, like, kind of insecure in middle school years about, like, your body and stuff like that. And men looking at you. I remember you literally talking about it so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because, you know, I had just moved here and I had, mm-hmm. the, I just got away from my mom. You know? Yeah. We were, we were kind of the exact same in seventh grade. Very, yeah. very bad. <laughs> yeah. How but about you guys? How about Caitlin? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. It was, it was more my parents kind of telling me like, oh, Caitlin, you're not really, you're kind of looking chubby today. And that just really stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever struggled really? with any eating disorders? Not really. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if like I could like call them over. Yeah. But, like I guess I guess like, like I I overate a lot. Mm-hmm. When I was just in quarantine. Curious. So, no. I mean, I just got I I got really bored and I didn't know what else to do, so I just overate, and then that yeah. made a really a strong impact. Did that my that happened over like quarantine that whole day yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it changed like my self esteem just went. <laughs> it wasn't a good time. I get so, that. Yeah. So. What about you, Andy? Well, you're because you're going to go. <laughs> okay. Um, for me, I struggled with uh, anorexia and bulimia. Bulimia? Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, yeah, I struggle with that a lot. Um, so if I'm anorexic most of the time, if I don't eat for a while, I'll just end up puking it up. Um, and then if I do start eating, I'll just puke that back up like 30 minutes later when nobody's there. It kind of stemmed from like people saying they don't like my body so i'll start freaking out about it because i want people to like me which is kind of an anxiety thing so yeah are you like i don't know do you feel scared to like talk about this uh, problem publicly oh no i've told multiple people that i have anorexia it's just it's people not believing you is what the thing is so a lot of people are like well um i don't see a difference but like the thing is like if you see me every single day you're not gonna see a difference of course yeah. but like over past time. two months, you know, 30 to 40 pounds gone because I won't eat for like three weeks straight. I feel like, well, I guess, yeah, that's like a general thing with weight loss. I feel like a lot of people go through that. Yeah. But uh, with what you said earlier, with people not believing you, mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like a a big thing in our like society now yeah. because like just a lot of people do that especially whenever people like mention their own problems and stuff like that and they're like i don't believe you or that's not true or that's just Mm -hmm. not a thing 
you know and that cycles from anything like i feel like even with like depression and anxiety a lot of people are like well you're really outgoing still so how do you have anxiety like i feel like that's something emma struggles with is a lot of people are like how do you have anxiety and you're so outgoing yeah like i tell people that you know whenever i meet people and stuff i'm, I'm really awkward and like i am shy um to an extent but like i used to be way way worse when i was younger um, and like people look at me now and they're like, you're not shy, you're not awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I definitely am. Uh, I'm like constantly like, ooh, what if I mess up? What if I say something wrong? What if I stutter? Like, I'll feel weird. But like, yeah. you know, I'm just like, I, I go with it and I'm like, it's cool. I got mm-hmm. it, you know? For me, I've, I've learned to like kind of laugh it off with most people, but like yeah. sometimes like you still think about it like two days later. You know, like becomes a core memory. <laughs> yeah, and you just like sit there and you're like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I? Why? Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah, because like sometimes I'm I feel stupid for not saying something, but then I also feel stupid for saying something, so I just stay silent. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a very back and forth thing. Like mm-hmm. like mentally, you're just like, should I say this? No, I should have said that, but I shouldn't yeah. have just said anything at all. There are times where, like, people are talking to me for, like, two minutes, and I will literally zone out because I'm focusing on the sentence they said three minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I sometimes I, like, pay attention to, like, how people say things, Mm -hmm. and I think about it, and then I, like, rewind it in my head. I'm like, hmm. I should have said that. (laughs) Yeah, right? Because then I'm constantly thinking about what I said, and if I said it okay, or did they think I was annoying? Did they think Mm -hmm. I was cool? Like, what are they? Yeah. So. I have a important question do you guys think this is like a form of group therapy yeah yeah this oh yeah, yeah. we yeah. literally talked about that in our first episode yeah. about mm-hmm. how like you should definitely like pull in a friend and like just have a whole entire conversation because it, it is so this is, it is so nice I've, I've learned a lot about caitlin and emma through this all oh, yeah. like it's really yeah actually yeah. it's kind of weird we <laughs> like we open up to each other but not to but this we're not extent. like oh yeah like, guys guess what i have anorexia <laughs> struggle with it a lot like it's yeah. not yeah. it's not yeah. a thing we, it's like, not yeah <laughs> that's fair yeah we so, don't we don't go to each other and be like do you want to just talk about our problems right now like sometimes we can say that jokingly but we don't ever actually sit down and have a conversation yeah, like yeah. This. so this is like do you, really do you, really helped us mm-hmm. do you have people to like do that with or um i definitely reach out to uh friends like whenever i'm going through a tough time mm-hmm. and i do talk with them but i don't like we don't have like just a conversation about like all of our problems mm-hmm. like it's it's different from this but it's something similar if yeah. that makes anything yeah, I get and that. also, it's not a podcast. So, <laughs> so that's, yeah. yeah. It's kind of different. So. Yeah, I yeah. get that. And so, uh, anorexia. What about depression? Like, how many of you guys can do Oh, that? all of us, uh, I think, struggle with I depression. Don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can, like, classify myself depressed because mm-hmm. I haven't been diagnosed, but there's definitely been times where I've just felt really low. Mm-hmm. 110, I, I agree with yeah. that 110% mm-hmm. for the fact that, you know, I haven't been diagnosed with anything. But, you know, I get really low and, like, mm-hmm. get in my head. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have all these, like, intrusive thoughts and everything. And I'm sad. I'm very sad. But, like, you know, I'm not – I don't go to the doctor. And, you know, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you're depressed. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, I feel more of a burden if I say something about it. Yeah. yeah I get that. Mm-hmm. For me – um, so I, I kind of have depression. Um, I actually was diagnosed with it. But um, it's, like, always in the back of my mind that, yeah. like, if I just, like – it's not anxiety because it's kind of different, but with like depression, you're kind of always like thinking that ugh, I don't even know how to explain it. Because um, if I say it, it's kind of sounding more like suicide. That if you were gone, people would be happier. Mm-hmm. So that's like always in the back of your head for me. And then 
like when you stop doing something like when I was quarantined like five times last year um it was kind of always like if I stop going through all the things that I do like madrigals encore um used to do JRTC all this stuff like if I stop then like I sit down and I realize how much is wrong with me type of thing yeah yeah it's just like you have so many things that can like distract you from what's really happening and depression isn't a great factor in that either because it's just always there so mm-hmm. it's constantly on your mind thinking like hmm. is that something that you struggle with Aiden? uh depression isn't really something i struggle with uh i think the closest thing from what you guys are saying is boredom i that's that's mm-hmm. really my biggest problem that yeah. like kind of relates to that where it's like i just got nothing to do and i don't really want to do anything and mm-hmm. it's just like really i feel bad yeah know, just sad that's yeah yeah I hate that i hate that that's very understandable since andy's the only one that's diagnosed have you ever talked to like a therapist um i was supposed to go on antidepressants but i told them i didn't want to because i I'm, I'm scared that i'll like lose my personality or something like that or something like that will happen um that or i'll just have like no feeling at all where i'm just like you know going through my day without like anything so i don't know i know that not all meds do that but i'm terrified to go and try every single med in the first have you, place sorry that was no, a bit weird but have you ever seen beautiful minds no no okay well basically it's about this like mathematician who mm-hmm. struggles with uh, schizophrenia right mm-hmm. and he's like really brilliant right which is where the beautiful minds come from yeah. like part comes in but like they ended up putting him on like doing insulin shocks which is where they shoot him up with insulin mm-hmm. like how they treat diabetes but like it's supposed to like it's like a medically induced seizure right uh-huh. they do that because you know old times and stuff like yeah that. <laughs> and uh uh they ended up talking about how uh his medication like definitely must with his mind uh-huh. and a way that like and made him a lot more bland and he couldn't help his children and he had to like yeah he couldn't do math as well mm-hmm. he couldn't think like creatively and stuff and uh, i think that's like I think knowing that, I definitely see where your fear comes from. Yeah. Even though I can't say I underst- like, understand. Like, yeah, but you, you get know. it. Type yeah, of exactly. Yeah. You understand without understanding. Uh, you understand to an extent. Without, yeah. Okay. To an extent, yeah. 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 There we go. You understand <laughs> without connecting. Yeah, exactly. It's like sympathizing. Yes. Not empathizing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get that. Exactly. So what about... Uh, since we've talked about all of these different, like, let's say, problems, how has quarantine affected that? Um, I can speak from experience. I was quarantined for an entire year, so it took a lot. It took like, a really massive toll on my mental health. I don't know. I, I wasn't happy at all, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and even, but looking back on it, I, I don't remember half of what I did because yeah. it was just a constantly it like, was the same day over yeah, and over it again. was it was really just because I was just on my phone I was watching tv I was doing something like I was always just like trying to keep my mind occupied from mm-hmm. like going insane going through the motions yeah because I was constantly thinking I can't wait to get out of here but I tried not to think about that I tried to just put that away <laughs> and think yeah. about something else while I was just going through this entire quarantine process yeah. but it sucked isolation was not fun because <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't talk with anybody like I called people, but it wasn't ever like a face to face like this. 
So yeah, I get that. Yeah. Did you ever get quarantined? Uh, other than like the basic, like you know, national quarantine. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like we still went out and stuff, and I cheated a little bit. Like I did hang out with friends. That's okay. Yeah, I think a lot of people did that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think it's a hard thing to ask and like expect that everyone's gonna like follow this to the T. Especially like whenever you have like yeah. younger people like us, because. Mm-hmm. It's like the stereotype that... Yeah, my biggest thing is, is like when I did get quarantined, it was kind of funny because they were like, oh, you're quarantined, but you were close contact. And I was like, yeah, but I was also a close contact to like four other people outside uh, of school. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but they don't know about that. So like there was no mm-hmm. point of being quarantined to the person that I was already with. So... I gotcha. Yeah. What about exactly. you? Did you ever have any? Oh, um, I mean, not really. Qu- like I was, I think I got quarantined once. Um, and then other than that, I kind of just had to like quote-unquote quarantine because all my friends were quarantined so yeah. i just had nothing to do so <laughs> i just stayed home um but i definitely that was rough whenever my because andy you got quarantined a lot i got quarantined I don't, um, I don't even know how many times like five or seven yeah and then caitlin you were quarantined forever for a whole entire year I we played had, among us that yeah. was like really all we did yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like, so we stayed connected <laughs> so i just could never see you guys and like it, it was just rough so i was like mm-hmm. dang dude what am I gonna do? I'm losing my brain. Yeah, I remember going into like to do like PSAT testing. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! And we were like, yeah, what? Like <laughs> I remember us year. freaking out yeah. seeing you. Yeah, last year, like in like October, I think it was. I remember going to the school, and I all I wanted to do was just talk with people. Yeah, like that that's <laughs> all I wanted to do. Like I sat in my yeah. chair and I was like. I want to talk with everybody in this room and just, like, see how they were and just, like, like, talk with them. Your body language, like, when when you Mm -hmm. walked in the, um, what's it called, the pace room, you were like, whoa, guys. Yeah. You were all super Uh jittery. Yeah. I was like, like, holy crap, what? Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. I was, I was so excited just to, like, like, see how everybody was doing. Because it was a year of just me not yeah. talking to anybody. Yeah, so you it, would, like, call us. That's yeah. Like, that's but all it, we really it got. Wasn't, it wasn't the it's same. It's not the same. And it felt so good. Like, it felt so... Like, my mentality just went... Pew, like it <laughs> yeah. And it, it, you got to boost so the happy. serotonin. I was <laughs> so happy. And I wanted just to, like, touch everything, too. On, like, like, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Give like, me all the germs. <laughs> yeah. Please. No, really, though. I, I wanted to, like, just, like, lay on the school floor and be like, I miss this. Like, I remember going, in, mm-hmm. I remember going into the band room. Yeah. And that was just like, yes. I was yeah. so I, happy. I feel Anyways. like bringing you back to band was like watching you in band was hilarious. Like you would oh, get yeah. so. I remember you used to be like, ugh, football games. <laughs> and now you're like, football, football games. games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like we're, we're going to be starting pet band for basketball soon. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's cool. I think right. it's so crazy. Like that's one thing that I think we should all be grateful for from quarantine is like, mm-hmm. because it's definitely made us realize like how many things we take for granted. Yeah. And oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I took so many things for granted. And mm-hmm, I regret yeah. so many choices that I made. So. This year, um, we're starting Madrigals back up um, after, like, two years of not having it. Mm-hmm. You have no many, like, so many people have booked us for parties and all this stuff because That's it's so been cool. two years since they've seen us. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm really pumped for that. And I took it for granted because I'm, like, in it my senior year, but there's two years of seniors that didn't get it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's, yeah, again, it's something that we just take for granted. We don't really think about it mm-hmm. until we're, like, in that moment. Yeah. Thinking, wow, I missed that or I could have missed it or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What about you, Aiden? Did you <laughs> well, I feel like I got just enough, like, exposure to where, like, I pretty much stayed the same. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely see what you mean. Uh, whenever, like, you say, like, I 
see all the things I took for granted and all that thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I don't know if it's the right word, but I'm kind of like jealous I didn't get to learn that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just have to take your word for it. You know what I mean? Then I take all these different things for granted. But um, yeah, I'm pretty introverted, so I I really like to spend time alone. You know, like. I have so many hobbies, so many. <laughs> he goes, I know how to play guitar. It, yeah, it's, it's, except you don't know piano. I'm I like don't. The one thing, but it's fun. Okay. It's fun just to like dab on the keys. You mm. know what I mean? I know how to crochet. I know. I, I, just, <laughs> I know how to knit. Oh I learned so many new skills. <laughs> I learned how to make paper. Candle <laughs> making my best thing. <laughs> you were, did you say you learned how to make paper? Yeah. <laughs> like actually, no, that's like an actual TikTok thing. Like people started going crazy yeah, for making paper. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Did, yeah, do you know how to make paper? Or are you screwing? I, I actually do I'm know how to make paper you, but okay i know, you how, know to how to make yeah paper? you take like newspaper like Maybe. old recycled paper and you like can you make some paper for us no yeah i no, got you guys we can't make paper out of paper we have to make paper out a of tree a tree oh yeah. yeah you can't really do that make it out of i mean that's like more of a factory thing yeah exactly yeah but like I, paper out of recycled okay. paper oh, oh no like, yeah, i was like what do you mean it's not a thing we can do we've been doing it for centuries it's like what no like us personally like that's more of like a factory thing yeah Okay, so I just want to go ahead and start this off with a disclaimer. Um, This topic is a little bit more sensitive than all the others, but I feel like it's time for us to go ahead and get onto the topic of sexual assault. Are we starting? Where are we starting? Like, Like who's starting? Do you want to start? Okay, I'll start. So, um, uh... My story happened when I was like very little in like elementary school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very long time ago, so I have like fuzzy memories of certain things. But I remember we would end up walking to a friend's house after school. Like me, my friend, uh, and his bro- his older brother, right? And then whenever we would get there. Uh, Nothing really happened until uh, the Zion and his brother ended up playing video games, and then I was left alone with the, uh, let's say, teenage son of like the household members, right? And I mean, I'm. Uh, this is gonna be a little bit weird to say, but I'm glad that he. I guess didn't take it too far if that um, I don't know how to say that but I remember we would we would wrestle and that's how I always remembered it for like a long long time until uh, I'm just gonna say there was no penetration it was just it's just dry humping that's where that's where I'm gonna stop but, like, I feel like that's still something, like, very messed up to do to, like, an elementary kid as, like, a teenager. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think you should be doing that. So, yeah. uh, I would like to move on if that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely, I can, like, kind of relate to that um, because, so I shared a, another story previously, but um, when I was younger... Um, we had just moved into, it was my last house, um, but we lived there for a couple of years. We lived there for like four years. 
Um, and so I was eight when we moved in there. And then we had some neighbors that moved directly across the street from us. Um, and then I got really, really close with the girl that lived there. And her cousins also lived with her. And so, like, um, I would always go over there and, like, we would hang out and stuff like that. And, like, our families got along really well. And so I had, like, a really big crush on her cousin. And then, um, like, you know, he always told my family, he was like, oh, I'm in love with her. You know, like, we were, like, eight and ten, bro. But, like, you know. <laughs> and then, um, so, like, it wasn't weird at first. Um, but then, like, I would, like, go over there and stay really late to just watch movies or whatever, you know, because, like, we were all friends. <laughs> and um, he's, it's, like, got to the point to where he would, like, reach his pants to there where he would reach his hands down my pants or like make me touch him inappropriately or things like that and it was just stuff that made me really uncomfortable you know so it was like there was no penetration or anything like that which I'm thankful for but also at the same time like it was messed up for my brain especially just because I didn't know it was wrong and my family was like oh yeah you guys are in love you know you guys are gonna get married and like obviously they didn't know so it wasn't their fault but you know yeah, still like really screwed with my head. Um, so you said you were like eight, mm-hmm. and he like knew all of this stuff. Um, he was like ten or eleven. He was like two or three years older than me. But oh, okay. Yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. I see. All right, that makes more sense. Sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> sorry. You're okay. <laughs> so, uh, how about you guys? You got any stories? I don't know if mine's counted as sexual assault. It was just very inappropriate for what mm-hmm. it was so when i was a kid i went to the daycare lady and her son who was in like high school i was in like i was seven like yeah like like six or seven mm-hmm. and i remember one day we were just you know like outside or whatever and we, i was in this like little like playhouse this is gonna get really like descriptive but he he had a camera and he pulled down my pants and tried taking pictures of me and that was not yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> he did that twice and I remember it was one also like the time is during like nap time or whatever. We were like all in there. There were other kids in there too. And just the fact that he did it again <laughs> really, really messed with me. And I don't know. And I, c- I kept thinking to myself like, this is really wrong. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to get in so much trouble. I kept thinking that I was going to get in trouble. And it's really weird because I can, I can, co- I constantly see him on my Facebook too. And I'm like. It's so weird. And I was again, I like kind of like you Aiden, like they're really fuzzy memories. So like whenever I like I want to bring them up to my family, but I'm like what if I just imagined it? But at the same time I'm like no. Yeah. And I was like I was definitely there for it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's not a thing <laughs> that I cannot remember, but yeah. Yeah. Definitely I think trauma has a really weird way of like messing with your brain mm-hmm. and like how how it affects you remembering things. What about you Andy? Did um, mine's happened about like I think it's two years ago now. It happened in like March or February around that time. I think it was like it wasn't spring break. No, it was spring break because it was happening around Boston time. Um, I was in a relationship, but like it, it started going downhill at that point. Anyway, not saying that I did this, <laughs> but anyway, no, I was. Um, there was this guy that hit me up. He was from my middle school. I don't really remember him from middle school in the slightest, but it was from like Colorado Springs Middle School. So I don't really remember him, but apparently he remembered me and added me on Snap because he saw me, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked for like a good two weeks, and then he texted me that he was in town. Um, again, I also told him multiple times that I have um, a girlfriend. And so he knew that, but... Oh my God, 
freaking out. I'm sorry. Okay. So um, he came into town. It was around like 8 o'clock at that time. Um, we drove around for a little bit and just listened to music. And then um, he like pulled over and like, I was like, that's cool, I guess. And he like was still listening to music. Um, he grabbed my thigh again, like really aggressively. And I knew it wasn't, he like screamed at me to go to the back, but I'd like really froze. And so I sat there and then he got out of the car and like yanked me out of the car, put me in the back seat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. It's I'm turning okay. like bright red off. No, you guys okay. are also no, looking no, at me. It's, it's okay. Hey, you can just yell at us to look at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm so sorry. Um, no, don't be sorry. So he ended up like taking off my pants um, and like, you know, obviously like forcefully did stuff. I wasn't raped or anything like that because by the time he actually went to like almost rape me, um, I opened the car door and he had his pants off. So I ran. <laughs> um, and then I hid behind um, like one of those moving blue trash cans. Um, I don't remember what street this was at all, but um and then I hid behind those. I saw his car pass by like six times. And then I ran home. <laughs> so, yeah. That's my story. Have Sorry. You, have you seen him since? Um, I blocked him on Snapchat the last I knew he like moved out of the state. Um, so I don't have his... I unadded him on Snapchat, so I don't remember his Snapchat. Um, so, I yeah, I can't do anything about it, so... So I feel like um, something that we should also talk about is how like these things have affected us. Personally, for me, um, it's still something that I struggle with. Like you know, it's always on the back burner of my mind, um, and definitely I still see these people sometimes to this day, and it makes it really difficult. Uh, especially because you know that means that nothing was done legally. Like you know, they weren't held accountable or responsible. Um, which is also really difficult because, you know, then it just makes me seem like I'm lying about these things. Um, but, you know, I guess that is what it is. Um, I can kind of go off of that. Like, are you, are you, okay. Um, I think I can go off of that a little bit. Like, I don't know. I, I've never came forward about what happened to me, mainly because I was worried that I would not be taken seriously because I was a kid when it happened. And even if I did bring it up, I feel like I'd be, I feel bad, which is weird because he was the one that did the bad things. But I feel bad in a sense because I'm like, oh, like I, I don't want to get him in trouble. Like he's living a perfectly happy life. But I'm like, yeah. he did bad things though. But it was also when he was a kid. And I feel like that would be taken, a, taken in for too. Like, oh, he was just a kid. So kids do stupid stuff. Um, if you don't mind sharing, how has it affected you? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I feel a lot the same with like Caitlin. Like for me, I'm glad that it doesn't affect me much to this day. Like I can barely remember his face, but uh, like for me, like whenever I think about it, I'm thinking like, man, he was just a stupid kid. You know, I I kind of hope you know. Yeah. That's nothing mm. happened after that. You know it's what I mean? kind of in the back of my mind where I'm like, I hope that he turned out to be a good person. Exactly. I really yeah. hope, and I'm like really happy that he turned out to be okay. Or at least I hope. I don't know his personal life. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's something that like always scares me is that like, you know, because I didn't speak up about like the first situation or anything. Um, and like, I'm always just like, 
I really hope that he's not doing these things to other people, you know, because, like, I genuinely do, like, wish him well and, like, hope that life is okay, even considering the things that happen. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I feel like we just blame ourselves, you know, a lot of, yeah. a lot of victim blaming. Which is really <laughs> messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, coping? Hmm? How do you, how do you cope? You cope? Do you guys cope? Is um, there coping that needs to be done? Well, for me, since it... It doesn't affect me all that much. Uh, coping comes easy, if that makes any sense. I just think that, like, I'm grateful nothing, like, worse happened, you know? And I I guess I try not to think about it too much. Like, I, it, again, back to that hoping they turn out better than what actually like you know happened and hoping nothing else worse came of that I feel like that's kind of like how I live because I don't see him anymore and so like that thought's allowed to like I'm allowed to entertain that thought like and think that this guy hopefully didn't grow up that way but yeah I have no clue it's very understandable how about for you, Caitlin? Um, kind of what Aiden was saying, I can't really say anything because it happened so long ago and I was such a kid. Like, I was little. I was in, like, first grade. <laughs> so I hardly even remember anything. But um, I don't know. I Again, I'm, I'm, th- I'm th- thankful that, you know, nothing else extreme happened. I'm grateful that nothing else, like, really, really bad has happened to me. But... I can't really say that I cope. It, I just don't think about it. I but it is weird though, looking on Facebook and seeing him. But I kind of just like scroll really past, and I just try and like forget about it. It doesn't pop up in my mind at all unless I'm like really thinking about it. So yeah, that's fair enough. What about you, Emma? Um, I I don't really know. I don't really know how I cope. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel like I do a lot um of stuff. You know, as far as work and, like, trying to hang out with you guys uh, to keep my mind occupied. Um, but definitely, like, sometimes when I'm just chilling, I think about it. I think something that helps helps me a lot is, uh, like, talking about it, like, you know, to you guys or, like, to my sister. My sister is basically my therapist. <laughs> it's pretty swag. Um, she's free. You guys should give her a call sometime. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, yeah, she's helped me a lot because uh, she just lets me say whatever, and it's n- no judgment, and I know that for a fact. Um, and definitely, like, being able to, like, talk to my mom. I can't really talk to my dad about it. Um, do you think we should talk about, like, what to do now, like, or at least like a general steps of like what to, how to take action after. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, I feel like um, it's really hard to do. Definitely, it's extremely hard to do. Um, but you should definitely always, um, you should always tell like someone at least like a, your parent, uh, maybe not even a parent, like someone that's close to you, like a friend that you can actually trust or like even call call the authorities. Mm-hmm. I know not a lot of people 
like getting involved with that kind of stuff or anything like that but definitely it's always good to go ahead and try to get someone involved um because if not like you know after a certain amount of time like it's it's too late and there's nothing you can do about it and um it's something that's going to stay with you for a really long time mm-hmm. so like because it kind of messes with your head i feel like if you don't do anything uh and it's really hard to actually do something especially like in the moment or like afterwards um definitely though uh if you've been through any sort of situation like this remotely close to this i feel it's a good idea to go ahead and try to reach out uh whether that be to a friend an adult a neighbor or something i don't know anyone that you trust or you know you feel comfortable talking to i think it would be a smart idea uh it really helps trying to get it off the chest but i think that this is where we are going to wrap up today's episode Next time, we'll be talking and discussing about data that we got from our YouTube surveys 2020 and 2021, uh, 9th through 12th grade. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.